Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya. And I'm Shan. And And we we are are the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday to each and every one of you all. We hope and pray that you have had an amazing day. We're going to go ahead and let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by our amazing sponsors. First up, we have Helping Our Patriots Evolve. This is a space for all veterans and their loved ones to come and feel like they are accepted and understood. Veterans around the globe suffer every day from a pain they can't escape. Hope offers encouragement for those who are searching for a place to connect. It is our passion to help all veterans and their families regain their lives. Within every member of our network is the knowledge of their resiliency. Let us be a supportive resource as you travel along your journey. Hope is not for mental health services. For that, you will have to find a supportive mental health resource within your community or at your local Veteran Health Administration. For more information, you can contact them at www.hopeveteranstrong.com. Then we have Christian Humor Force slash Inspiration. This is a group that is designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are into social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook at Christian Humor Force slash Inspiration. So now this is the part of the show where we go before God and pray and open up the show. So we ask if you are able to safely bow your heads and join us that you do so. And if you are listening to your honey, if the both of you can grab hands as we go forward for a word of prayer. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you, dear God, just saying thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for this day, dear God. We thank you for waking us up, allowing us to see another day, Heavenly Father, because we know that there is someone who has not, dear God. We thank you for a positive mindset, even though there may be negativity around us, Heavenly Father. And for those who are suffering on today, dear God, we ask that you would just show up in their lives right now in the name of Jesus, that you would just show up in their minds, dear God, that you would just keep them, dear God, despite whatever it is that they may be going through, dear God. We do not know, but you know, Heavenly Father. We give you all glory, honor, and praise, dear God, and we're speaking life right now in the name of Jesus, that you would continue to touch marriages, that you would continue to heal marriages, dear God, that even in this time of a pandemic, Heavenly Father, that you would just allow truths to come forth, Heavenly Father, so husbands and wives can come together even the more as one, dear God. We pray against the enemy and any foothold that he's trying to have in marriages, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would just have your way, that you will heal, that you will mend, dear God, that you will set some things free that need to be set free in marriages, Heavenly Father. We continue to lift each and every marriage under the sound of our voice and those around the world up to you, dear God. Move like never before in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the radio station, dear God, of KRGN and everything that you are doing, dear God, when it comes to individuals, Heavenly Father, who are listening, who need a word, who need some positivity, dear God, we ask, Heavenly Father, that you would use each and every individual and speak through them to touch those, Heavenly Father, because we do not know, but you know, dear God, we thank you so much for what you are doing in families. We thank you so much for this time, Heavenly Father, where things are being slowed down so we can identify those things that are important, dear God. Get back to you, Heavenly Father. Get back to our word, dear God. Get back to the things that is important, Heavenly Father, per your word, dear God. We're praying right now for every spiritual leader, dear God 
that they are operating in you, Heavenly Father, not within themselves, dear God, but within you, dear God. We ask him for strength right now in the name of Jesus for our pastors, Heavenly Father, who are pastoring ministries, Heavenly Father. We ask, dear God, as we pray, dear God, and stand in the gap that you would just give them your will and your way of everything that you want to be said and spoken to us, your people, Heavenly Father. We ask a special prayer for Marriage Mondays with the Kings, dear God, asking that you would continue to just order our steps, dear God, that Kenya and I would continue you to just speak your will and your way, dear God, less of us and more of you. We thank you for this show on tonight, dear God, and what's going to be spoken. And we pray that it would be an amazing seed that is planted deeply to where it will sprout roots in regards to marriage. Heavenly father, dear God, those who are going through in their bodies and their minds, dear God, those we are praying for who are battling coronavirus, dear God, we ask that you would just be there with them in any other negative, negative thing or ailment that an individual may be dealing with. Dear God, we ask that you would just move in, strengthen and heal and set free. Dear God, thank you for everything that you have done in our lives and everything that you are going to continue to do. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. And our KRG and disclaimer, views expressed on this show are those of the host, guests and callers and are not necessarily those of KRG and 98.5 FM, its management or other advertisers. KRG and 98.5 FM holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. And please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our radio show is for ministry educational purposes only. Also note that topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. And our motto for Marriage Mondays with the Kings is helping to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families and stronger communities. Our foundational scripture comes from the book of Matthew chapter 19, verse 6, where it reads, So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And so we want to just take a little bit of time out to thank those individuals who continue to support Marriage Mondays with the Kings. Uh, We want to send a big shout out to Brian Ewell of Pflugerville, Texas. Uh, so, Brian, thank you so much for being a supporter. Yes. All thank told you. to Kazaria Sampson of West Hartford, Connecticut. Yes. So, Kazaria, thank you so much. And then, all the way over in Palapie, Botswana, Palapie, okay. Botswana, we want to send a big shout out to Moy Mamoni. So, wow. Moy, thank you so much. Yes. But not only do we want to thank those three individuals, we want to thank everyone who supports Mary's Mondays with the Kings. We're going to continue to do what uh, God has called us to do. Amen. And we ask that God continues to bless us by being a blessing to you in your relationships and your marriages so that the devil does not uh, come into your relationships with divorce and things that separate the institution of marriage as God has designed. Amen. Amen. And so moving on, we only have a couple of anniversaries to celebrate, but we really like to celebrate anniversaries. And so uh, the two that we're going to speak of today, Craig and Tamika Prouty celebrated um, their anniversary of nine years on the 11th of December. Wow. And because we're not doing a show next week, we're going to give a big shout out. And I want to send a big shout out to my spouse as we are celebrating our anniversary, which will be upcoming on the 17th of yes. December, 22 years. Come on, come on. So happy anniversary to, uh, to us. Thank and so uh, you. we just want to say happy anniversary to Craig and Tamika and to anyone else who has celebrated anniversary in this week. Uh, we just pray that God continues to bless you with many more in your years to come. 
Yes, yes. And so Caragen is a 100% listener-supported radio station. We are located right here in the heart of Texas in the great city of Harker Heights. And so we just want to show some love. Shout out to our spiritual overseers, the radio station CEO and COO, all the radio personalities, hosts, volunteers, and those who sell financially, as well as those who keep KRG and covered in prayer. We just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, keep in mind that KRG... KRGN does have an app. And so if you prefer to listen to KRGN, you know, via the app, we just ask that you go to your app store, type in KRGN, hit the space bar FM, and you will see a royal blue and white app. Also, you can listen online at www.mykrgn.com to keep that inspiration in your ear 24 hours a day. And so just in case you missed this last week, last week's show was entitled Marriage, The Importance of Getting Away. Mm. And if you missed that, we're going to give you that opportunity to go back and catch up on that. You can go over to our website, at www.marriagemondayswiththekings.com and not only catch up on that particular show, but other shows that we've done in the past as well. Yes, and so today's topic, where we're going to be talking about um, for this show, if you will, is marital vision. Again, we're going to be talking about marital vision. And so our question of the week, do you think having a vision for your marriage is important? Why or why not? Hmm. So as you all are listening, whether you be married, whether you be single, engaged, no matter what stage you are in, when it comes to the thought of marriage or being in, mar- in you know, being married, ask yourself, do you have a marital vision? As we go throughout the show, husbands and wives, we hear of a lot of you all who listen together, you know, and then you come together after the show and you sit down and have deep discussion. We greatly appreciate the feedback. Like it is so amazing to to hear how God is moving in marriages because this is very important. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the show and discuss marital vision. So marital vision. Um, one of the things I believe that we always have to do when we're looking and talking about a specific topic is definitely use definitions. Okay. Uh, so when you look up the word vision in the dictionary, it defines it as the faculty or state of being able to see. It is also the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. Hmm. And so I want to read that second part again because that's going to be something we're going to really hit on here in the show. The ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. Wow. Hmm. So, you know, as I was thinking about, you know, preparing for this show and this show topic, Baby, it actually made me think about being back. And if you all have listened to Marriage Mondays with the Kings, we've been on the air for a little over four years now this year. It made me think about, and we talk about our bishop quite often, that we came up under spiritually. Um, and he he taught us a lot, him and, and co-pastor. But Bishop Browning from Faith Mission Ministries in Clarksville, Tennessee, Um, As leaders in the church, I think he was just maybe even ministering to the whole church when Mm -hmm. he was speaking about this. And he was saying how it is important. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, babe, because I know it's been some years. But what I remember is him saying it was important for the family to have a vision, Mm -hmm. but also for 
marital vision. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying how the husbands, you know, need to go before God, spend time with God. And, and it was, if I'm not mistaken, done in the month of December. So that way you're preparing for the vision for your family and your marriage for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. You know, spend time, get before God, write out what God give you as head of the household. We always hear men say, they don't feel like the head of the household or they're, you know, I'm the head of the household. Okay, what are some of the things that you're doing? And so with that, he he said to write it out, the head of the household, the man, go before God, have that conversation, that discussion with your spouse, you know, while the spouse is praying, and then also having that discussion with your family. And so when I was thinking about preparing for this show and marital vision, one of the things that I wrote down in my note is this. Um, how do you know where you are going if you do not have vision? Mm. Vision is like a roadmap. And so it made me think about, and I know my husband has some amazing things, but it quickly, it made me think about, say, for instance, college. When you get ready to go to um, um, pursue a degree or whatnot, you sit down with a guidance counselor. Come on, somebody. You sit down with a guidance counselor. They let you know what you need to do to prepare mm-hmm. to complete that vision, if you will, of obtaining that degree, what tests you need to take, and this is what the plan may look like. So how do we expect our marriages to work and have a godly marriage if we never seek God for the plan and allow him to show us the vision in order for us to work it to obtain the next level that God desires for our marriage. Mm, that's good. And so, you know, one of the things that I wanted to try to help individuals really um, get an understanding of, a lot of individuals get two things uh, very much mixed up. And those two things are your mission mm. and your vision. Mm-hmm. So in the business world, you know, people have mission statements and they have vision statements. Mm-hmm. And the difference between the mission and the vision the mission is the work that you're going to be doing uh, for whatever goal you're trying to obtain. Okay. And that vision is where you want to be in the future. Mm. So the mission has to be the work. It has to be the the purposes. It has to be the goals, the values that you may have. And that may lead you into the vision that you hope to have for that company or in this case in your marriage. Right. So you have to be able to separate those two things out. So in other words, Something else that I really want to, um, I really want to jump on, and hope individuals can really understand this, mm-hmm. is that your mission and your vision they have to be able to align up. Right. They right. have to be able to line up because sometimes your mission, the work that you're doing is not leading you to the vision of where you want to be. If they don't line up, if they're not on the same sheet of music, how do you expect to get to that appointed goal, which is your vision? Mm-hmm. Likewise, when it comes to marriage, if you and your spouse are not on the same sheet of music, if both y'all don't know what the mission is and what the vision is and you're both doing two separate things, how do you expect to get to that appointed place that God has for you? Right. So it's very important to understand what your mission and your vision is make those two line up, you get on one accord with one another, with one another, if you will, so that it's not like the blind leading the blind. Come on. See, a long time ago, when my wife and I, when we first got married and we started to travel different places, uh, they didn't have GPS back then. Mm-mm. And so, at least we didn't have it. And so, <laughs> what we had to do was download MapQuest and it gave you turn-by-turn directions to help you get to the place that you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you just put in a simple address in your phone or in your GPS, it's going to take you right there. But... 
sometimes even though you've got those things, what happens when you got something on autopilot and it goes wrong? Mm. So you got to be able to do what the Bible says. You have to be able to write the vision Come on. and make it plain. Yes. So yes. the importance of writing things down is that you don't forget mm-hmm. what you have spoken mm-hmm. and then mm. making it plain. The importance of making it plain is all about so that everyone that has something to do with that vision understands it. Mm-hmm. And so even in the military, we may have had the commanders, what we call the commander's intent, mm-hmm. which may have been the, the, the vision. But in all actuality, you have to understand the mission that was going to help you be able to get to that point. Mm. And so if everybody wasn't in clear on what the commander's intent was, everybody was doing different missions and we're not achieving the goal. Not accomplishing nothing. So you have to be able uh, to to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I, I really like for individuals to understand is that when you write that mission down, you are less likely to forget it. Because right. I, don't, I don't, I can't tell you how many times I've been on my way to work listening to uh, the radio station and God, you know, hits me with something. I was like, oh man, when I, when I get to work, I'm going to write out a couple of notes on that. Then by the time I get to work, it's gone. I can't recall what I was given. Mm-hmm. And so what we have to understand is writing that down so that you can always refer back to. Mm-hmm. You don't forget what it is that you're supposed to be doing. It's going to be very, very important. So always remember that is to be able to write the vision and make it plain. Right. Habakkuk 2 and 2. Habakkuk 2 and 2. That's it. Mm. And you know, I was sitting up thinking when it comes to vision in the book of Proverbs, chapter 29, verse 18, in the King James Version, it reads, the first part says, where there's no vision, the people perish. And it goes on to say, but he that keepeth the law, he is um, happy as he. And so just thinking, if there is no vision for your marriage, then there's a potential for your marriage to perish. During this time right now, and it's interesting because I was having a conversation with a good girlfriend this past weekend. Um, During this time, a lot of things, and we've said this on previous shows, it bubbles up to the top, things that you do not address. And so oftentimes, if we could be really honest with ourselves and we do it even in marriage, we go along to get along. That's what we do. That's a term that uh, I used to hear the older folks say. You go along to get along. But then we get mad when it seems like we should be further along than where we currently are. And so you you just lack the days ago, if you will. And so the thing that I, I wonder, because I've asked this question, even when it comes to myself and my husband's marriage, is people think about vision and goals for everything else in life. Mm. But how often do you think about it when it comes to your marriage? That's true. Yep. And so, and then at the same token, a lot of things that I'm seeing right now, like as I speak in these last couple of months, you have husband and wife, you're going in two different directions. And my husband always give an analogy about the, what is it? The ox, the the, the donkey, something pulling. The oxen pulling. Yeah. The, uh, the, Pull, the plow. The plow. But mm-hmm. you're pulling in two different directions. You have the husband over here. You listen to what these individuals outside your marriage is telling you. You got the wife over here and you're not lining up and you're wondering why your marriage is not working. I don't care if you've been married for six months, if you've been married for 40 years. A lot of marriages are starting to perish because there is no vision for your marriage. Now, I'm going to be real with you all as we always are. 
If somebody would have asked me when I started dating Mr. King years ago, could I see me and him right now with a, a show, a radio show, and God is doing, you know, even beyond that, he's preparing to do other things with us even beyond that. I would tell you all, if you asked me when I first uh, got with him at the age of 20, nope, we will not be doing a radio show. When we were asked to do it, we said no. But the thing is, God will use you and use you in your marriage. And so that could be, so my question is this, I'll say it like this. What is the purpose of your marriage? Husband and wives. If, if, if the husband asks the wife, honey, what do you think the purpose of our marriage is? And actually sit back and listen. Wife asked the husband that, what do you think the purpose of our marriage is? Because in your purpose, you kind of find it could be being an example for the, the children in your home, being an example of a marriage for your family. You all could be examples for uh, your marriage could be an example in the church house. Your marriage could be an example on your job. You know, the light that we have and what we used to say back in the day, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Your marriage could be shining for others. But what we do is because we don't have a marital vision, what we often do because we recognize or we don't even realize that we don't have purpose in our marriage is we go along to get along. We'll put on a front. And a facade, like our marriages, everything since sliced bread, oh, our marriage is amazing when it's actually tore from the floor up. It's not being a positive example in your home. And I'm a Christian. We, Me and my husband are Christians. We are Christian. Whatever you believe in, you believe in. But we are followers of Christ. And so with that being said, we hope and pray that our marriage is a good example of a Christian marriage, not a front. But God is using us to, to, and he's given us the vision and he's given even more stuff for us to do when it comes to our marriage. Ask yourself, what is your purpose in your marriage? What is your God vision? Do you currently have husbands and wives? Do you currently have a vision? And you may never have heard about a marital vision until listening to this show, but I thank God from the bottom of our heart that that's what our bishop instilled in us. And I'll add this because my husband got notes. He's taking notes and writing down things as God has given him as I speak. I would encourage the leaders of the church. I'm going to say this. This is if God put this on your heart to do. But I feel it in my spirit right now to say. I remember growing up in the church and these are things that I would hear. The late pastor D. Witt Rowland Sr., used to preach at St. Luke Baptist Church in Spencer, Oklahoma, and he would talk to the husbands. And see, a lot of husbands, you know, not trying to be mean, but we know with men, there comes pride. With people, there come pride. But we've heard it, you know, prideful men that may not come and say, I don't know how to be a husband. Nobody's ever taught. I never had an example. I don't know what a marital vision looked like. I never even heard of that before and won't ask the question. But I remember pastor used to teach the men he didn't act like he was perfect. And that's what I appreciated. You know, God rest his soul. He's, you know, had went on to be with glory to glory, but he used to minister that in churches growing up. They used to have, uh, 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 where I would hear pastors speaking and preaching over the pulpit about marriage and how to keep the family together and all those things. I don't know what has happened. Maybe it was the prosperity era, if you will, but you don't hear too much of that right now. To the point that where me and Kenya walking out the vision that God has for us, it's almost like it's foreign. 
Would you say that? Yeah, definitely. Us mm-hmm. speaking positive about marriage, the world in worldly ways attacked. Some of the saints even, you know, have attacked in the past. But why is that? When we are followers of Christ and we are supposed to be helpers one to another, why is it so foreign or maybe that individuals have never even heard about a marital vision until we just spoke of it? Mm. So it's just something to think about. I encourage the leaders in the church. Can you all please help us if God put it on your heart to get back to teaching marriage, family, husbands, wives, whatever the case may be. So we would have more godly marriage and even teach on marital vision. It will be amazing to hear, you know, even if this is your first time pastors hearing of this, it will be amazing to hear that starting to go over the pool pits and whatever the case may be. That's if God dropping in your spirit, though, I'm just saying. Yeah, definitely a good point. And so the, the thing I kind of want to touch on here, and, and I know that we're talking about marriage, but I want to reach out and talk to the singles for a moment. We go bring it up to that marriage point. Okay. Has a single individual, and you're looking for someone to be in this relationship with, that hopefully will lead to marriage. Mm-hmm. I think the first thing that you have to do when you have, before you can have vision for a marriage, you have to have vision for yourself. Come on, come on. You yes. got to be able to deal with the things that you want as a single individual. Mm-hmm. Because remember, in our in our scripture for our for our show, the two have to become one. Yes. So if I have a vision and my wife has a vision and, and we have that while we're dating as being singles, how does that mirror up that we need to change our vision as married individuals to still reach a specific goal? Mm. See, a lot of times individuals may have a vision for themselves. Right. And they don't have a vision for the marriage. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we call that selfishness mm-hmm. because I got some place that I want to go. I got something that I want to do. I'm not too much worried about you. But then how can two be one if they're pulling in different directions Come. that my wife was talking about earlier? Yes. So singles, just remember that, you know, you can have a vision for yourself. But then when you get ready to move into that marriage vision, there's going to have to be some change up there because it's not just about one person at that particular point in time. It's about two. Mm-hmm. And so then moving on from that standpoint uh, I believe it's Matthew, the 15th chapter in the 14th verse, and it talks about the blind leading the blind. Mm, come on. And so if you don't have a vision, husband, wife, if you don't have a vision, how can the blind lead the blind? The Bible said that both individuals will end up in a ditch. Mm-hmm. You end up being stuck. Mm-hmm. So that shows you that you should have a vision because it gives you a roadmap or a plan for you to get to an appointed place and time in your relationship. Right. And so going without that... Um, kind of really puts you out there. You don't mm-hmm. know which way you're going. You're, you're just winging it, hoping that you get there. So why hope on something when you can be rest assured that a plan has been laid out, that God has given that to the husband or the wife, and you're following that, God uh, says his word would not return to him void. Yes. If he gives you something, if you follow the details and how he says to get there, then you can, should expect a good harvest. You should expect a return. Come on. Now, I want to go a little bit deeper into this vision uh, with you guys, because some people may be saying to themselves, uh, well, hey, you know, I had a vision. Uh, I, I got it from so-and-so. They talked to me about this. They talked to me about that. See, what you have to understand is sometimes other people put their vision as part of your vision. Mm. And you can't do that. What God has for you and your relationship, your marriage has to be for you. Yes. It can't be for deacon so-and-so, Come pastor on. so-and-so, brother mm. and sister so-and-so. Mm-hmm. It has to be for you. So the question that I have to ask for some of you, and then I'm going to give you a definition real quick. Do you have a vision 
or do you have a mirage? Wow. Do you have a vision or do you have a mirage? And hmm. the definition of a mirage is an optical illusion caused by atmospheric conditions, especially the appearance of a sheet of water in a desert or on a hot road caused by the refraction of light from the sky by heated air. Hmm. So a couple of things I want to pin out, put out there. It's an optical illusion. Right. It's something that's not real. Do you have a vision in your mind that's really a mirage because you're not really being real about what it is that you want? Or you're going too far out there and it's just not realistic. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we set goals for ourselves and sometimes they're just unrealistic. Now, I'm not saying God can't do it seemingly in the bundle. We know that he can. Yes. But sometimes we have to understand we set things before ourselves and say we need to do certain things and it may be unrealistic. Mm. So notice that it says that a mirage is caused by atmospheric conditions. Those are the things that are around, around you. you. Mm-hmm. Who around you is giving you a mirage? Come on, come on. There mm-hmm. may be some individuals that may be pouring into you from a negative standpoint in reference to your vision. Yes. Mm. And you're not able to see it right because it's not really yours. It's something that they want to see from you. Come on, come on. And then think about this. And and, and then I'm going to drop this off back to my wife again. And so it says that sometimes this mirage is caused by the refraction of light from the sky and by heated air. You may have a lot of individuals blowing a lot of hot air to you. Come on. Mm. So when it comes to your vision, you got to be on point. You got to know what's right, what's wrong, what's meant for you, what's not, so that it doesn't impact your relationship, your marriage in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And see, for the singles, I will go to show you a lot of times this happened with singles because people will tell you, well, I don't think he's right for you. I don't think she's right for you. Mm -hmm. I I don't see you at that point. I don't need you to see me. I need to see myself and I need God to show me where he sees me. Come on, come on. Far too often, we let too many other individuals come into our plans and what we're trying to do because they're telling you what they see. I'm seeing this. I'm seeing that. Well, if if they're seeing it and you, and God gives you something, then hey, it should be two or three linking up to be in agreement. Mm, true. So we have to understand. Don't let an individual present a mirage to you, and more importantly, don't present a mirage to yourself. Right. And you know, it was something as you were speaking, and I was kind of reflecting because. December is a time of reflection of the whole year. And that's something that I generally do the whole month. But as you were speaking, what it made me think about and and encourage individuals, especially married couples, singles, whatever. And sometimes you just got to pull back from people. You mm-hmm. And it is okay to do that. Do That is self-care, setting healthy boundaries. Please don't make me put a, the counselor hat on. But you have to pull back sometime from people and not just to be mean, but so that you could actually hear the voice of God for yourself. Because we're so accustomed to um, uh, going to man and hearing from man and letting man say, well, let me give you a word. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to learn that early on in in my walk with God. Let me give you a word. Everybody want to give you a word, give you a word. Okay. But God haven't even said it because see, when an individual is giving you a word, it should be confirmation of what God has already given you. So when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to vision for your marriage, it's okay to back away from some people and focus on your marriage. You know what I'm saying? I even let people, hey, I got to fall back for a minute. You know, I need some time for me. It is okay to say that I need some time for my marriage. Me and my husband need to focus. Just like the next two weeks, 
generally is customary that we take the last two weeks of the year off. One week to celebrate our anniversary, but we're also focusing, preparing, praying, getting before God. Okay, God, what is the vision? Not just for us as individuals. What's the vision for our marriage for the next year? What's the vision for our family for the next year? What's the vision for marriage Mondays with the Kings? Because we want to ensure that with God, we're bringing rich Content is nothing to do with us. Anybody who knows us, especially personally, know it is nothing to do with us. And in order to hear from God, we have to pull back from people. Now, some of you all may be saying, you know what, Kenya Shan is not even as serious. Okay, let, let's back up from a spiritual aspect, if you will, and just look at the world. If you are a business owner, let me ask you this. I'm about to throw in the business hat for a minute. Because we do have business. We've had businesses. So if you are a business owner, let me ask you, can you go into the bank and ask for a loan to start your business without having a plan? Mm. I'm going to let you think about it. Some of you all just said no. In order for this bank to lend you the money to start a business, though, it's going to be some things that they require before this business gets started. And one of them will be a business plan. You can't go in there and say, well, I think. Well, my friend was telling me, like my, like Kenya was just talking about with Mirage, well, my friend was just telling me that I should start a business and do this and this and this. Uh-uh. Because those people mean business. So in order for your business to come to pass the vision or whatever it is, you got to make sure, or whatever to come to pass, you got to make sure you have a vision. You got to have a plan. Because then people are not just going to hand over some money and say, here you go. They want to make sure everything is on the up and up, that you took some time you prayed about it or whatever the case may be. And so don't, you know, I don't want you to think, oh, we're just being extra. We're just trying to make up some stuff. No, just like a business plan is important to a potential business, a future business, a marital vision is important to your marriage. Okay. We can't keep expecting, especially those of us who call ourselves children of the most high God for God to, for God to bless. And we are not even seeking God. Okay. We're not doing a Matthew 6 and 33 is seeking God first. We don't have a Habakkuk 2 and 2 where we wrote the vision and make it, made it plain, but we expect God to continue to bless us and our foolishness. This is one thing I've heard in the church growing up. God don't bless no mess. So what is it that we are bringing? What is it that we're doing? I understand the first few years of marriage can be rocky. It has its ups and downs. We talk about that all the time. But the thing is this, we, for some of us who've been in this marriage thing, maybe this is your first, second, third marriage, whatever the case may be, you know, you've been in the marriage for 15, 20, 30, 40 years or whatever. At some point you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired and buckle down and say, okay, God, especially if you believe that God ordained your marriage. Okay, God, what are we about to do here? And so don't just talk to God. Yeah. Talk to God and see God, but make sure you have conversations with your spouse too. Make sure you have grown up mature conversations. And so that's why vision is important. I hope you called it, especially business owners or those who are about to build a house. Guess what? You can't build a house without plans.
Okay, mm-hmm. so you got to be able That's to good. have that vision in order to build the home. Mm-hmm. Everything you do in life, in order for it to come to pass or into fruition, if you will, it has to have a plan. You have to be able to see it. So vision and plan, it goes together mm-hmm. hand in hand. That's good. And, and speaking of that, when my wife is talking about hand in hand, uh, it reminds me of Amos 3 and 3 says, can two walk together? except they be agreed. Mm-hmm. So it just further just goes to show you that as husband and wife uh, in a marriage relationship, you have to be able to walk together hand in hand mm-hmm. and to walk that vision out, to, to see it come to in, uh, into fruition. And, and one of the key things about doing that, and we always say it on the show, is to be able to communicate. Right. You be, you've got to be able to talk to one another to communicate what you're seeing, what the other individual is seeing, what these plans are, how you're feeling about something so that you stay on one accord. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. For some of us, because our vision has directly lined up with the word of God, the enemy keeps coming in trying to stop that. Mm. And what I will tell you is that because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, he only wants to interject himself into something where he knows it's going to be used for the kingdom, when he knows that God is going to get the glory. So he's going to try to steal that to make sure it doesn't come into fruition. Mm -hmm. So if you've had some setbacks, then that's all right. That's just trying to show you that God is setting you for the come up. Come on, come on. So you have to understand that there is power if you will, in your vision. When your vision is going to do something for the kingdom, that is power that is there. Mm -hmm. When two individuals touch and agree, and then God agrees with that thing, you know the enemy is getting ready to cut up Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want to see that thing come to pass. Mm -hmm. So what you have to understand is in order for you to not only come together and be agreed upon this, you have to make sure that as you are walking together, that you keep your vision focused. Mm, you have yes. to keep your vision focused because sometimes the vision may get a little blurry to us. And if it's blurry to us, we need to make sure that we provide clarity to one another so that both individuals can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. See, my wife and I, it happens a lot. She sees things totally different than I do. Mm-hmm. So we can be sitting there and we're just going to tell you we've argued and we still argue. Yes, I don't see that. How are you seeing this? She may be saying the exact same thing that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We're just saying it in a different manner. Mm-hmm. So make sure that there is clarity in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Also remember this, that just because you have vision doesn't mean that you, it may not get blurred. Sometimes it's going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. But remember, you can have blurred vision. Uh, everyone doesn't have 20-20. Some people are nearsighted. Some people are farsighted. Some people are colorblind. What you can do is make sure that you get that corrected. Mm-hmm. Correct it to the point where you can see clearly. Sometimes you got to put more than just your natural eyes on. you got to put your spiritual eyes on mm-hmm. to be able to see some things. And then with that, we have to understand that when it comes to the vision, mm-hmm. Understand that vision may not be just for you and your spouse. Yeah. That vision may be the beginning of a legacy for your children, their children's children, all the way down the line. Look at the lineage of David. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and start back. And I believe that there may have been a vision that someone saw, Jesus saw in David, 
when he was taking on Goliath mm-hmm. that set him up for the point where he ended up being in the position that he was. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that vision, it may not look like it's a big thing to you, but when God puts you on a plan, if you will, on a route, if you will, to get to an appointed destination, you got to be able to stick with that. Mm-hmm. So allow God to use you to walk out that vision. And when it doesn't seem like, you know, it's going in the direction that you wanted to go in, hey, get before God, pray on that thing so that he can reveal things to you so that you can have a understanding of what is actually going on. That is so true. And so know this, you know, Kenya had mentioned it earlier, early on as we were speaking, but your marital vision is different from others. Mm -hmm. And that is okay. God did not give us the same mission, if you will. You know, even when you read in the New Testament, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. And, you know, when it talks about doing the work of God, some are some are preachers, some are teachers, some, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody come to do different things, but all the different parts make up the whole body of God. So with that being said, That's why the Bible says comparing yourselves among yourselves is unwise. Mm -hmm. And please forgive me for not giving the scripture. You know, the the word is in my heart. But, you know, as I talk, it just comes out. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, don't say, oh, my God, I don't have a marital vision. I got to go run and get one. Hey, uh, Kenya and Shane, do you have a marital vision? What is your marital vision for you? And then you trying to copycat. God did not create us to be copycats. Mm -hmm. He did not do that. And so just because your vision for your marriage that God has given you is different from someone else, whether it be your pastor, your coworker, your sister, or your brother, that does not mean that your vision is wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me see. Uh, what is, what is that baby? I'm sorry. Second Corinthians 10. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. So second Corinthians 10 and 12, comparing yourself among yourselves is unwise. Thank you, baby. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Always. <laughs> so with that being said, is that we have to understand being different, it's okay. I love being different. I love not following the crowd. I love not dressing and season and fashion. You can't ask me none of that stuff because guess what? Shan do me. And me is purposing to follow God, not man. And so with our marriages, that's where a lot of individuals have messed up. You get on social media and, you know, putting all these things out here because you want likes from people and all this other kind of stuff. Instead of getting before God saying, God, what is your vision and how do you desire for me to carry it out? Now, I'm going to share something something with you all. When you are walking out the vision, when you are walking out the vision, from my experience, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about your spouse. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I've learned about me and my husband is we operate well when we're working on a project. We operate well when we are working on a project. And so not understanding, that's another thing. When it comes to the vision that God gives you, you may not understand what it's going to look like at the end. Mm-hmm. You have to take it step by step. And I know I continuously pray and say, God, just just order my steps, order our steps. You know, I pray for myself. I pray for my, 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 my marriage. I pray for our children and different things like that. God, order my steps because whatever path that you have for me and my husband and my children and my family to be on, I don't want to get off your path, God. And so with that, we get frustrated as a people because we don't see the end result. 20 something over 20 something years ago, I wouldn't have seen marriage Mondays with the Kings because guess what? Me and my husband had to go through some things and we had to grow through some things in order to get to where we are. So I say that to say everything is in God's timing. 
Okay, so God could give you a vision and say that you are going to be a millionaire. It may not happen overnight, but God has the authority for it to happen overnight. But the question is, are you ready for it? And so I love how God allows us to go step by step to the point for our marriage and our vision. I tell my husband from time to time, I say, baby, I was just telling him this yesterday. I feel something in my spirit. I'm so excited. I was like, I told him that a few months back. Didn't I ask mm-hmm. you that? Yep. Baby, I just feel so excited in my spirit. I don't know what I'm excited for. I don't know what the end result is. But the only thing that I could do is have faith. And that's something that's very important when it comes to the vision and the plan that God has for your marriage. You got to have faith. You got to have a positive instead of a negative mindset. And so with that being said, do you have those things to carry out the vision? Are you doing a Matthew 6 and 33 and seeking ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and knowing with faith that all these things are going to be added unto you? Are you realizing and and keeping it in your heart that faith without works is dead. When God gives you this marital vision, are you able to say, you know what, God, I'm ready to work with my husband, to work with my wife, to walk this thing out. And know, like Kenya was just saying, that is not going to be easy. Knowing that anytime you walk out the vision of God for yourself, for your family, for your marriage, that the enemy, the thief is going to come and try to steal, kill and destroy. But are you going to allow the thief to do that? Are you going to give over that power? Because guess what? Lucifer, Satan, the beast, whatever you want to call him, cannot do anything. And me and my husband say this all the time on our show within our within our marriages, unless we allow him, we got to give him power because we're the head and not the tail. God has made us to be above and not beneath. But what we do is we lose faith. That way we forget about the vision and we turn all the power over to the enemy. And in order for that marital vision to be carried out, that means the husband and the wife must be on one accord. As we say, you're no longer two, but one flesh in Matthew 19 and six. So y'all got to walk that vision out together, operating as one. Yeah. And just, you know, I just want to throw out there, you know, just the question of the week that we had asked, do you think having a vision for your marriage is important? Mm -hmm. And for us, we believe it is important. Yes. And so we've given you some uh, really good examples of why it's important to have a vision for your marriage. But I want to give you something else. Okay. See, sometimes we, we get married and sometimes this ugly word that starts with a D, mm-hmm. divorce, comes up. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it comes up for a lot of different reasons. I believe, I'm not saying this has uh, been um, systemically proven, scientifically proven or anything of this nature. I believe that if you have vision for your marriage it may reduce the um, the amount of times individuals think about divorce. Mm. See, when you're on one common ground and both individuals are working towards a goal, Come on. it takes communication for you to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It takes some give and take uh, that's there to make decisions in, in certain areas. It may make your marriage stronger because if you know what you've put into it and what you're going to be getting out of it, you may decide to stay together. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not trying to tell anyone to stay in bad situations. What I'm saying is sometimes when you create that vision and you both know that you're going towards a certain area, no one wants to turn away and start all over again. Mm-hmm. You start to realize the strengths that are there and you continue to build on those strengths and those weaknesses. You go ahead and you try to make them stronger instead of uh, just throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of individuals, creating a vision for your marriage kind of reminds you of what you said you wanted. Mm. 
Yes, yes, yes. You said you wanted this new car. So in order to get that new car, maybe you worked some overtime. Maybe you saved up. But you don't get all the way in the middle of saving up $25,000 to maybe put down on this car mm-hmm. to say, nah, I think I'm just going to go ahead and go buy this hoopty. Mm. You try to stick to what you said you wanted. For a lot of individuals, you find yourself in school mm-hmm. uh, working out that college degree. You get to a point where sometimes it's hard, but most of the time you push on because you said this is what you want. I can't get to that part where I'm going to be a doctor or a lawyer or a social worker, uh, a teacher, a policeman, a fireman, or whatever it is you decided to be if I quit now. Wow. So sometimes that vision may be the thing that really saves your marriage. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, you have to be able to be willing to make your vision a reality. Right. We said earlier in the show, you have to be realistic. So I'm one of those individuals. I don't want to go out and tell people this is my vision, blah, 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 this, that, and the other, and then come back and don't have anything to show for it. It's not about bragging or showing people I said I was going to do this and I did it. It's all about making my uh, vision a reality because the Bible even says trees should be known by its fruit. Yes, come on. So your re- your vision needs to be able to be fruitful. It needs to produce something that goes back to you. I said I was going to plant this. I planted that seed. I watered it. I took uh, care of it. I cut the weeds from around it. I sprayed some stuff on it to keep the bugs away. Now the fruit is being produced mm-hmm. because it's not going to be there just for you to enjoy other individuals have to enjoy your overflow as well. Yeah. So when your marriage is successful, when you're able to live out uh, that vision and it becomes a reality, it's going to go down to your children. Other people that are looking at your marriage from the outside looking in are going to say, hey, I don't know what it is that they're doing, but I might need to get some things right and get some things from them so that I can get on the straight uh, path to the vision that I want for my relationship. Mm-hmm. And so understand because that vision uh, is powerful. It, it creates power. Your vision may stir up some things in some other people. Mm-hmm. You may uh, get into one vision and make that a reality. It may stir up something in you to do something bigger and better than the first thing that you did. Right. But the thing about it is you got to get started. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a vision, it's not a big deal. Right. My wife and I was married for a number of years before we got a vision. Right. And yeah. I, I can I can recall it right now to this very day. Our, our bishop... I uh, had talked about it uh, in church, and I can't remember if it was doing uh, service on Sunday or Wednesday night. But I went back, and I just sat down, and I waited for God to to give me something. Mm-hmm. And it was so simple. He was the only thing I want you and your wife to do is work together, help people out, and everything else is going to fall in line. Mm-hmm. That was our vision. Mm-hmm. In our last house, we had a vision. Our vision wrote down. We had uh, the King's vision on a uh, small notebook. Mm-hmm. It was in the... Um, vestibule, well, not the vestibule, but the, in the, the walkway, entryway. the entryway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of our uh, house, mm-hmm. and it sat on a little pedestal, mm-hmm. and we left it there. Yeah. And we, we kept it all the way until we had a house fire, but even though it got messed up in the house fire, it's still in my mind because it was ingrained there. I wrote the vision. We made it plain. God walked out the rest of it with us. Right. And so understand that your vision it is very important. You have to be able to know where you are going. Mm-hmm. It gives you that map. I don't know if you've ever driven somewhere and got lost and had to pull over on the side of the road and get a map to find your way out. But if you don't have that map, you're 
you you have to rely on someone else giving you directions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to go back down uh, Interstate 20, get off at exit 455, uh, turn left under the bridge by, and before you know it, you don't forgot part of what the individuals told you. Right, right. So you have to have that vision to give you that roadmap, if you will, so that if you do get lost, you refer back to it. Mm-hmm. Believe me, life is not going to be on GPS mode. Recalculating. Right. You know, sometimes you may have to recalculate yourself, but a lot of times people aren't going to tell you that. You have to know that vision so that you know you're going in the right direction. And then the last thing I'll say is this. You can have your vision. It may start out being one thing, but it could definitely turn out to be something else. That's true. Mm -hmm. So don't be frustrated if you start down one road and you have to make shifts Mm -hmm. in that. Mm Because with with my wife and I, she's already kind of hidden on it. We came in. Uh, together saying, hey, this is what we want. And then start things start to present themselves. Well, we don't want that. No, uh-huh. that's the and then all of a sudden things start to slowly shift. But we agreed on those things together. We worked together on those things. Mm-hmm. And now it is going in that direction where we've had to change our vision a little bit because it's more um we realize it's more than just about us. Right. See initially your vision may be just about the relationship, but once you come to understand that it's not just about you is something totally different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you start to realize that other people are dependent on you, other people are watching you, and you may be that light that is shining in darkness for some other individuals, right. you'll want to walk that thing out because not only do you want to make it, you want to see other people make it. Amen. That is the truth. And so, <laughs> Kenya, you know, you actually mentioned one of my favorite scriptures for actually this year of 2020, which is Matthew 7 and 16. And so I say that all the time. You should know them by your by your fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the type of person, I'm straightforward. You know, I'll say it like this, because we used to say this when I was growing up. You got people that they'll talk about it, but they're not being about it. They'll talk a good game. I don't need the talking of the good game. I want to see some fruit. And so that's kind of how I operate with pe- uh, around people. And I want to say in our marriage, the individuals that we surround ourselves with, their fruit, their fruit is what it is that we see. So ask yourself who you're surrounding yourself with. I'm just saying. That's a but I'm going to say mm-hmm. this. Keep your vision in the forefront. Because as Kenya was saying, things may change. But and this may be putting on a little bit of the counselor hat. But as you go through what we call in counseling life cycles, and that's cycles, stages of your life, stages in your marriage, because you do have different stages in your marriage. Won't get too much into that because we're towards the end of the show. But but the thing is, what we are guilty of as married couples, as we go through different marital stages in our marriage or life cycles, if you will, in counseling terminology, what we will do is put the vision on a back burner. Well, right now it's all about, for example, well, well, right now it's all about, you know, our son and what he's doing in sports and basketball and all that. So instead of taking these finances and putting them over here, because that's what God had gave us to do in order to walk out this vision, we're going to go ahead and buy all these expensive shoes and da-da-da and da-da-da, whatever the case may be. And anybody who have children, you know, your child may be into a once a one school year and then the next mm-hmm. year they're not even in sports anymore. That's true. So what you've done, given that good example, is you have gotten off the path of what the vision is. It's okay. And I'm not saying not support your children because guess what? The kings are big supporters of our children. You can ask them, you know, receipts, get receipts. However, Keep the vision in the forefront, because if you keep the vision slash plan 
in the forefront of what your marriage is about or what you're supposed to be doing as an individual, you will not go off track. And then it just becomes a distant memory. Then you're frustrated with yourself. You're living with a lot of regret. And like we were talking about the scripture in the beginning of the show, my, you know, without a vision, my people perish. Mm -hmm. You don't want your marriage to perish because the both of you or one or the other start putting the vision on a back burner. That's how you keep God in your marriage. That's how you keep God as the foundation of your marriage. And that's how you keep your marriage covered by God Mm -hmm. is because with the vision, when, when things shift, guess, guess what I, guess what I do when things change. Oh, hold up. God, is this you? Mm -hmm. Is this you? Is this the enemy? Cause I need to see how I need to move in this area. Cause I'm not just giving in, you know? So if you're guilty of that, it's okay. Just get back on the right track right now. Create a vision every year. This is what our Bishop, Bishop, Harold K. Browning Sr. of Faith Mission taught us. Mm -hmm. In December, sit down. Husbands go before God. Husbands and wives both go before God. Talk it out. Whatever the case may be, write your vision and make it plain. Habakkuk 2 and 2. Write it down in black and white and keep that vision for the next year. So seek God, Matthew 6 and 33, and see what it is that God desires for you to do. Don't just write down some instantly. Ask God and then wait. God's going to give it to you, whether it's going to come out of a stranger's mouth. He's going to make a rock cry out like the scriptures say. It's going to be brought to you or he's going to give it to you in a dream while you're in the shower or whatever. And it will bring whatever that vision is. A vision of God is going to bring bring prosperity. It might be, bring some hardship. You want to go through some things. But that's where you continue to see God. And then you carry that vision the next year. And then December of that year, as you're doing reflections and you're looking over, like we say in the military, you do an after action review, an AAR. Okay, how did this work this year? What do we need to get better at? Talk to your spouse. What, Baby, what do I need to get better at is your wife. Mm-hmm. He asked me, you know, whatever the case may be. That's how you keep your marriage tight and right. All right, that's good. And, you know, just uh, one quick thing before we go. I remember coming into the year... Uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say none of us probably saw uh, what what 2020 has brought with coronavirus and a lot of other things that are out there. Right. But in the beginning of the year, I saw a lot of things on Facebook, Instagram, even um, in a lot of churches. Everyone was talking about 2020 was the year of vision. It was the vision. year of vision and mm-hmm. seeing clarity and all that stuff. Come on. So the question that I want to ask you is what did you really see? Ooh. What did you really see? Ooh. Because I believe... A lot of people were thinking more from a uh, prosperity uh, aspect. And I believe what God really wanted us to see after living through up to this point in 2020 is what's really important. Right. The things that we really need to get back to. Come on. Being shut up in your home since March for some time, Mm -hmm. uh, being on lockdown may have reminded us that we need to see our children a little bit more. Come on. We need to see our husbands and wives and maybe we need to even write a vision so that it can be plain for which way we're going to be going into 2021. Mm -hmm. And so so it is very customary that uh, during New Year's, everyone wants to write uh, their resolutions down. Come on. And a lot of people don't stick with them. Right. What I want to challenge our listeners to do is don't worry about a resolution. Write a vision. Come on. Come because on. if your vision lines up with the word of God, you don't have to worry about it being resolved because it's already done. Yes. So we need to really focus on that and then double check this. 
every once in a while, everybody has to go back and get a vision check. Mm -hmm. You stand before that chart, you put a hand over one eye and say ECW, one, two, three, whatever the case may be. How's your eyesight right now? Mm -hmm. If your eyesight is blurred, then get before God and play for for clarity. Get before God and say, God, give me what it is that you want me to do and have us move forward into the year 2021 was something different than what we had in 2020. Right. All right. And so moving on, as we get ready to wrap this up, our thought of the week comes from startmarriageright.com. And it reads, God's vision for marriage is for the marriage to be a blessed one. Mm -hmm. His vision is for the husband and a wife to become one flesh, to live so closely in harmony with each other that there can be no division between them. The cord of marriage is made up of three strands, the husband, the wife, and God. Mm-hmm. And once again, that comes from startmarriageright.com. That is amazing. So we hope and pray that this show has been a blessing, you know, to you, husband and wives, those who are single individuals or whatever the case may be. We want to let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by our sponsors, which is helping our patriots evolve hope. It's a space for all veterans and their loved ones to come and feel like they are accepted and understood. Hope is not for mental health services. So for that, you would have to find a supportive mental health resource within your community or at your local Veteran Health Administration. Get more information at www.hopeveteranstrong.com. Christian Himmelfort slash Inspiration is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. Search them out on Facebook at Christian Himmelfort slash Inspiration. And so like we said, the last two weeks, if you've been with Marriage Mondays with the Kings for a while, the last two weeks, we generally kind of fall back, celebrate our marriage, and then prepare for the new year. If you have any questions, comments, any topics, please keep them coming. Contact us by going to our website, www.marriagemondayswiththekings. Select the Contact Us tab and contact us. We want to thank you so much for joining us. And we ask that you join us back in 2021. Come on, somebody, as God bring us into that new year. But as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The The Rock. Rock.